Hello, guys, and welcome to Behind the Bunker. It is Monday night, and Facebook, of course, is being difficult. We are not broadcasting live on Behind the Bunker. For some reason, they are having some server issues. So we're going to broadcast on YouTube as well as my own personal Facebook page because that's the only thing we can seem to get working tonight. So thank you guys for tuning in and checking it out. If you're finding it, please share the crap out of this because uh, we're getting a lot of messages coming in here. My, my Facebook is blowing up. Why aren't we live? Where are we? Where are we? So here's where we are. We're on my personal page. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and start sharing it in just a moment. Who do we have? Who's playing their Facebook right now? All right, guys. Not, not me. <laughs> not Gavin. <laughs> Speaking of Gavin, it's Gavin Charmer from Terra Tech Industries. Maybe you could do the roll call while I do some sharing. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. And if you found us fantastic, we are asking you to share Todd's stream or uh, visit us on YouTube because uh, the Facebooks um, have have done us done us in for tonight. And hopefully, uh, you guys can catch it. And we can interact with you guys. So I appreciate everybody following. And if you can just do us one big favor for this evening, whether you've done it before or do it in the past. Um, do it now. Uh, make sure you hit that share uh, stream so everybody can see where we're at. And, uh, you know, join us for Behind the Bunker on a Monday night. Yeah, yeah. And who else do we have live with us tonight? Me, Joe Kimson. I'm here live. I'm Todd. I'm trying to find trying to find this on your personal Facebook page, but I I don't seem to find it. What are you wearing? That's, that's January 4th. So anyway, guys and girls, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you hashtag like and share Behind the Bunker. Uh, we are having problems sharing it on the Behind the Bunker page, so we are going to share it here. But we will have the usual banter, sarcasm, trivia, politics, and food talk that we normally do. Maybe even throw in some movie as well, so we'll, we'll get that rolling. Yeah, yeah. I'll turn it over to Josh Zuby, share Zabrikus. I, too, am trying to do my part and share it, but... Um... Todd has blocked me from Facebook yet again for the numerous threatening posts about walking on my lawn. Um, <laughs> big thank you last week to everybody who liked and shared the show. It did make a big difference. We very, very, very much appreciate that. I know we say it every week, but yes, it does actually make a difference. Uh, so please, uh, if you find the feed for tonight's show, um, specifically on Todd's personal Facebook page, please share it. Uh, help this get out to your friends, especially because it's not on our normal channel tonight. Yeah, here's what I'm going to do. I am going to uh, post the YouTube link right now as Behind the Bunker so you guys can find it uh, on Behind the Bunker. But basically what we're going to do is we're going to start watching it on YouTube tonight. So, uh, yeah. Who else uh, Who else do we have? I guess that's everybody in studio tonight. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. And here, it is posted on our Facebook page for YouTube. And also, I see all you guys logging in on YouTube right now, so thank you very much for, for checking in. So lots to get to on the show tonight, Matt. Are we comfy where you are right now? Everything's good? Okay. I'm looking for his text here. I can't <sighs> find it on your Facebook page, Todd. I know. For some reason, there's probably permissions set. So if you go to Behind the Bunker's Facebook page, now you can see the YouTube chat and join us there. I see lots of you guys joining us now, so... Thank you so much. And we're also having some issues with you guys, but I think Matt has you sorted out. He looks like he's working on it at home. So as soon as he gets that sorted out, we'll be, lot, we'll be well. 
So thank you guys for uh, being on the show. So here's what we're going to do tonight. I have a couple things to show you. Uh, come on over to me when you get a second. We have uh, best team names we're going to talk to you guys about tonight. Uh, we have tons of your responses, and we're going to watch the live chat. Unfortunately, it might only just be on YouTube, but we're going to watch your live chat as well. Something else that happened today, just before the show, NXL went live and uh, on Go Sports, and they're talking about what's happening for this upcoming season. Uh, I'm not going to get into it. If you guys are interested, go check it out. Uh, Tom Cole and Matty Marshall did an awesome job. Uh, if you guys have any questions, go rewatch that. But essentially, if you guys enjoy playing NXL, you now have an opportunity of up to six events. Uh, four of them are going to be semi-pro and pro events. Um, and uh, two are not. And what's going to happen is they've got a new thing called, I want to call it Super Cup, but it's not. It's called uh, Champions Cup. But that's uh, where they're, that's going to be something that's going to be broadcast in, in um, January. And it's an invite only. So if you win an NXL event at the Sevi Pro or Pro level, you automatically get an invitation to compete in that. And that's going to be not only North America, but that's for the European leagues and for the, um, um, what do you call it down Asian? below? South American. Sorry, I apologize. South American uh, demographic as well. So we'll truly know who's the best team in the world. You know, so yeah, should be pretty interesting. But anyways, well, I, I digress. If you want more information, go over and check out uh, Ghost Sports's uh, page there. Uh, Total Carnage, guys, at uh, Aliens versus Predators, April twenty fourth to twenty fifth. That's happening at Black Ops Paintball. Make sure you guys check that out. That's a Mission Masters game, and here's some more Mission Masters uh, games for the rest of the season. Hopefully, all of those games are able to uh, to to operate. Uh, War at World at War, Crimson Dawn, April 9th to 11th as well. That's happening, so definitely check that one out. Check that out. Yeah, look at this handsome Brandon B-Rad Page over here for Super Game Indiana taking on uh, Mr. 3D Mitchell. That's happening on June 25th to 27th as well. Um, yeah, this was posted. I don't know if you guys saw it, and if you did, maybe don't give it away. But here's what it is. These are clear JT Bottoms. Clear JT bottoms. The ad still clear JT bottoms, not yellow yet. That's right. So Kevin uh, says, "Okay, boys and girls, here's what you've been waiting for. This item needs no introduction. It's for sale. Asking, uh, not in and the, the yeah. So the rest of the helmet's not included. Here's your chance at the holy grail of JT lore. I've had this in possession for the last 25 years. It was a gift uh, by my." ex Ironman friend here so basically how much you guys think he's asking for that i don't know 1500 bucks yeah without the yellowing it looks pristine condition i will say yeah i, I 1500 I, spare i would say well let's go lower uh, i'll say a thousand dollars even I, i'm gonna go ludicrous and say 25 okay 100 ludicrous we need a sound drop um so Luda. Basically, I, I'll, I'll redo the ad here. I'll take it out. So he's asking $5,000 for it. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> but there were people genuinely interested. So whether he has sold that or not, I'm not sure. Maybe anyone that's watching would know that. Uh, but this was posted earlier this week, and uh, I guarantee he sold it. For what he sold it for, I don't know. But, man, that is the holy grail, wouldn't it be? Agreed. That was... Um significant piece of paintball history and it was uh, it was much coveted back then 
uh, and he clearly right now too asking five thousand. I have no idea what the hell he got for it, but um, <laughs> I would like to buy it, fifteen hundred, or at least get it in my possession, and then just put it on a rental guy and take a picture of it and post it and just let everyone at home groan <laughs> the internet would just explode <laughs> Flag well, the newest rental shop. <laughs> yeah oh geez so jason just that said that it... that did sell and it was for 5k so someone out there has it that'd be one of those you just show up to the field to wear it in the staging area when someone comes up and says, hey, this is the line to fill out a waiver form. You go, oh, no, no, no. I'm not playing today. I'm <laughs> just going to sit in the staging area, put it on your head, and just sit there. Yeah. Not so close. Not so close. You want it in the sun. <laughs> no. Can you imagine if you played with that and got hurt. shot in the mouth? Like, <laughs> you would lose your mind. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you know how much this costs, damn it? Yeah. Um, hey, if you guys are watching us on YouTube or if you've managed to find us on Facebook, please hit that like and, sh and share it because we're not able to post it on Behind the Bunker for some reason tonight. Facebook's having a glitch again. Um, please just try to share the show wherever you can. That would be super awesome because it's on my personal page streaming. I can't share it as Behind the Bunker for some reason because Facebook's uh, pr privacy settings. So thank you. Thank you to all the that have done that already. Um, how come I can't even find it on your personal Todd Ansich Facebook? Um, I hope you can. No, nor can I. I didn't find it on the Todd one. I found it from the um, Behind the Bunker. Okay. I'll, I'll... Well, I looked on Behind the Bunker. I can't even find it on Behind the Bunker. Hmm. Okay. Let me keep I trying. I myself reasonably savvy when it comes to <laughs> Facebook. Savvy. Uh, we're all glad that you're here in the YouTube world. Uh, because at least you're seeing the live broadcast. Uh, so hopefully we get it sorted out and shared uh, in the next day or two. If it does pop up, um, please do us a favor and hit that share button so people who aren't able to find us this evening uh, can see the quality program you're experiencing right now. Or lack thereof. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so we have a few more things to get to tonight. Why don't we take a quick break while I have an opportunity to share this and we'll go to a, a vault segment. I believe we have that loaded up. So why don't we check that out and uh, we'll be right back, guys. Hey, it's uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball. Each week we go back in time, back into the early days of paintball. This is Christmas. You can see my new Flag Raider hoodie. But if you're also looking for some apparel, this is pretty cool. This came fresh out of the vault from the dry cleaners. This is my Thunderwear jacket. It's uh, circa early 90s, probably late 80s neoprene lime green leather sleeves it's sort of a collegiate look for paintball university but anyway it came with a fancy zipper i wore my oakley sunglasses or my jt's with this had an awesome um zipper you could do it up it works better with a t-shirt so we'll just leave it like this but this is my thunderwear Hey, it's uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball. We're here with Behind the Bunker. We're doing another segment of From the Vault where we go back in history, back into the early days of paintball. This week is no different. Last week, we looked at my Airgun Designs Mini Mag number 00253. Now, this is the bag that I would take to the field with my Mini Mag in it. So we open up one of the side pockets and we have some wood grips for um, any type of piranha, PMI-1, PGP, Got an elbow. This is an Armson elbow, which leads me to show you this. This is my Armson 
barrel. It's rifled, you might be able to see that. Looks like it's made about eight inches long. This is designed to go into the mini mag or into the auto mag. The nubbin is still on it, so it would definitely work. This shot California Magnum paintballs like lasers. We will continue with what's in Joe's gear bag next week. See you guys next time on Behind the Bunker and From the Vault. Pew pew. All right, Joe, that was pretty good. That was pretty cool. I it was um, last week. I did my mini mag, and then I pulled out my bag, my my little eagle bag. My it's a range bag, but I used it for um, carrying all my components. I don't want to get into it too much because I want to sort of go go through my bag of what's in it. it. Some of the stuff in there is kind of cool, and I haven't you know been in there pilfering through for several years. Um, although it, you know. When I did use my mini mag regularly, that bag came to me, came up to the field with me every time. So it's kind of cool. It's sort of a neat little uh, piece of history. And there's lots of little fiddly bits and elbows and components in there. But you know that Armson uh, barrel, really, you know, they they were made. It Armson was a South African company, and those those barrels were all all imported at the time, and they worked really well, and they were truly you know, truly a rifled barrel. So it's pretty cool. All right, guys, we finally have the YouTube link on our Facebook page. So there you go. Uh, everyone will just drive over to YouTube for, for tonight. So that guys, if you want to see more of Joe's awesome vault segments, tune in every week. And uh, I think what we're going to do is start uh, putting them up on Instagram as well on maybe Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So you guys can watch them in uh, in rewind if you missed the show. Um, Gavin, why don't we head on over and get some mail time out of the way? We have a, a whole lot of questions, even some from last week, maybe still, right? Mail time. Ladies and gentlemen, this is mail time, my time to shine, where I get to rip open my sack and read some of the correspondence, ladies and gentlemen, that you have sent in. It is a full sack this week, so if you need to cut me off, Todd, uh, <laughs> sort of like the snippy snippy, uh, please let me know. I thought you so already been snipped. No, 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 not yet. So <laughs> it's still full and still functional. <laughs> oh, All right. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> All right, first question comes to us from John Jones, and he wants to know, what paintball terminology do you use that means nothing to anyone outside of the sport? He's going to start us off rolling with, an obvious one, bunkered. What is another term, ladies and gentlemen, that you think uh, would not be applicable or make any sense outside of the world of paintball? I have one. Go ahead, Joseph has the floor. How about a BBD, barrel blocking device? Yeah, buddy. Yeah. But then, you know, you could say the word hopper, HPA, ASA, macro line, all that stuff. I believe it's pronounced macro, mac, macro line. Macro line, gogged. You don't you know, generally hear of speedball anywhere else. Yeah, that's uh, you true. Do, but it's a... <laughs> oh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> like white wine. Yeah. Different circles. For etiquette. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about poison? Yeah. Uh, you know. Um, um, this is a, a favorite of yours. To the thought. 50. He's peppering me. Yeah, he's peppering. There you go. There's <laughs> yeah. another one. Uh, Gog says Devin Schwartz. BBD yep. uh, agrees says uh, wounded beekeeper. Uh, Regnick says HPR and LPR. Yeah, that's true. BTB. I don't think anybody talks about BTB Enduro. No, <laughs> no, clearly not on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that's a good one. We're watching you guys in the live. Live uh, Cocker says Bobby Doust. Unless you go on those uh, red light districts of your of your what about local ramping? streets. Ramp it. Yeah. Where else are you gonna yep. hear about ramp? Response trigger. Aztec says, uh, yeah, and uh, ran down for sure. I mean, unless you're in the motorsports. Response trigger. Um, ramping. Yeah. Oh, here's one that you'll not hear in any other sport. Frozen rope. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Uh, There's not a, not a whole lot of center flag pushes going on. I was either. just going to say center flag push. That's not necessary yeah. anywhere. Either. At that, attack that... and defend, maybe. Uh, uh, downed pilot. Um, face shot, says Dojo42. Hopper kicking, says Devin Schwartz. Oh, uh, Devin Schwartz, you never let me down, buddy. <laughs> George, hey. Hey. Says uh, Airsmith. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I miss George Hay. I, I I yearn for the days when George <laughs> will be able to join us and visit. There's some yearning for Hay. Good for you. Yearning for <laughs> Hay. <laughs> yeah, not me. You don't yearn? I missed I missed George Hay. You know what? Any day is a good day for Hay. Not to ta you know, not not to pause the question for a second and get off topic, but how many people that we would normally see in a year how do we miss seeing like just off the top of my head like all our friends at paintball extravaganza um you know like pev what about ryan sexton like simon yeah. stevens think of all the people that we only see once in a blue moon um lisa weber sure roger not so much um <laughs> You know, B, B. Youngs or B. Paxson. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Those are all people that we would normally see. And we were, we're, we're, we're fixing to get into extravaganza time, too. Like right now, the Consumer sure. Electronics Show is supposed to be going on or would normally be going on or getting ready to go on in, in Las Vegas. And then the SHOT Show, like companies like, you know, Samsung and LG, they're releasing their own stuff normally like they would. And then you have companies like Magpul. Um, that are releasing new products on their Instagram and their Facebook page. Like, yeah, these are all companies that would, you know, have new products dropping at, you know, SHOT Show CES. So it'll be interesting to see. So what's going on with Las Vegas? Are they still having a bit of a lockdown? I thought they were one of the first ones to open because I noticed that um, Las Vegas is not having or NXL is not having a Las Vegas event this year. They're they're They might be they might be strict stricter than um some of the other places that but if uh, any NXL state's gonna take going. a gamble wouldn't it be them i don't know really todd really <laughs> <laughs> well i don't oh, see you offering anything one. really <laughs> i don't see you offering it. yeah I uh, that. That was good. devin schwartz is in the same industry that also uses the term he's in the snake at the 50. hmm they're also the industry that adopted vhs over beta <laughs> Barrel blocker. You're on the roll tonight, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, thinking of getting the procedure done. Perfect after show topic, says Steven. Yes, yeah, nice. So I yeah. Come to Arizona. We are wide open for play. Hey, when is the Super Bowl? That's coming up, right? February seventh. So what are they and where is that gonna be? It's in Tampa Bay. So then it's going to be wide open as well, right? Because Florida doesn't well, no, have any restrictions no, or they are they doing something? Have any, they're just having a few spectators, I think. I don't think it's properly. Uh, 
that's got to hurt the organization. Think of how much those tickets would have sold for had they been able to operate, right? If they're, wasn't a, isn't the Super Bowl like one of the biggest cash cows for them? So the commercials. Yeah. And stuff, yeah. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see. Wow. I'm glad it's just not paintball that's getting affected. I'm glad everything is. You're, you're glad. Good for you. Well, <laughs> hey, if I'm going to suffer, yeah. everyone else can damn well suffer too. Yeah, I am. I'm just going from being economy. on top to the bottom. <laughs> What's I'm that? Sorry? I just went from being on top and on fire to the bottom. Why is that? Because your economy comment. Oh. <laughs> oh, you're okay. Now, now I'm following you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Can I get to another question? Are we? Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Well, I, whatever. It's your segment. You do what yeah. you're going to do. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you, Josh. <laughs> uh, so next question comes to us from my big fan, Devin, who loves Hopper kicking Schwartz. Uh, it says, inquiring minds want to know what's every cast member's favorite paintball marker. One make, one model. Everybody pick one. I will start with you, Todd. <laughs> I was making the face like I didn't know. I know. <laughs> uh, my favorite. Does Is it one that I own, sorry, or is it just in general? Favorite marker, one make, one model. I'm going to go with the one that I've played with probably the most in my life, and that is uh, my Empire Sniper. Perfect. I, I, Joseph? I, yeah. Gosh. Um, one make one model go you know this is so hard because like I like so many you've had your turn I know but like how do you 35 37 38 years worth of paintball guns not every year I bought one I I, I'm gonna have to say probably my Bushmaster point man Joshua uh, there's a very special soft spot in my heart for the HED TAC one. Brilliant. Yeah. I am also going with Tom K's handiwork with the 68 Classic. Okay, so can we rephrase the question then, Gavin, and see if your answer no. changes? Okay, the only gun that you, it, you can only have one gun to play with for the rest of your life, what's it going to be? Does that change your answer? Oh. Okay, it does. That's a new question. I like it. Um, So as of today, as of right now, I am going to say my Tipman TMC because I can have the ability to play both Hopper Fed and Mag Fed. Okay. So these are the existing markers we already own or ones that we don't? No, no, just in in, in general. Okay. Joe, what are you thinking? One, only one. And you have to cover all of your genres. So like... Oh, a genre cover. <laughs> like a t- it's, like a, it's like a genre tablecloth. has to cover everything. Or like a bedspread. You know what? I, I, I My think... genre cover was ribbed. <laughs> yes. I think... <laughs> I, I think if I was to have one gun, and someone said you can only have one gun, I think for ease of maintenance, modifications and stuff like that, I think I might, I might go out on a limb and get an MG100. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Devin Schwartz says uh, two auto mags. Hmm. We have an Emac. How would you pronounce his name? Ed Edarno. I, I apologize. I I'm. Yeah. Um, Josh. Still, still um, with your attack. Yeah. Yeah. If I can say with the attack one and be able to 
get my hands on like say the longbow kit that uh spec ops put out that would be pretty cool yeah, yeah. there's lots of things you can kind of do with it that would be fun like with the warp feed and all that kind of stuff i think i think that'd be lots of fun to find that kind of stuff to go along with. i have a warp yeah. feed in the box josh <laughs> i know you do John Jones says, didn't think I'd ever write this as I was never interested in MagFed, but I'm going to go with the EMF 100. Playing the last couple of years has been lots of fun. Um, George Hayes says his Phenom. Uh, They're bringing that back, too. Alistair Hayes says, if I could only have one gun, it would be the Sterling STP. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, okay. So it's through. Elliot Darno. My mistake, sir. Uh, Wounded Beekeeper says MG100, and uh, I'm going to go back and I'm going to I'm going to say the only gun that I would, if it was one last gun, would be the M170R by Planned Eclipse, because then I can play recreational, I can play ten man, I can yeah. play, I could sort of play speedball, but not really. But it, I, whatever, you'd still be able to do well. Todd, with the right attitude, you can play speedball with any mark. Yeah, Todd. true enough. Well, look at uh, look at John Adams in Ontario, Canada. He plays Ontario Paintball Division Four, I believe, and I might be wrong on that. But he plays with two TIPX pistols with uh, Zetamags. Mm-hmm. So good for him. Sorry, yeah, not two. He's to. no, not two one. I apologize. I was I, yeah. <laughs> you are right. <laughs> Please do not send your hate mail to I, me. I made a mistake. Look at, look at me. You know, look at me overstepping into different genres and actually. There you knowing go. the rules and, and knowing what he uses, Todd. I, I'm, uh, I thought you were going to pull out, thought thought gonna pull out the rule Joe, book. Joe, you guys don't. Joe, <laughs> Joe yes. don't pull a muscle patting yourself on the back. Okay? <laughs> Do you know that I count <laughs> every time the word hoodie? genre is said during the show? Look how this tiger stripe hoodie, look Look how fantastic it looks on the white, white wall behind me. It's like, I look like, I feel like I'm in Vietnam. <laughs> you need yeah, some pom the white walls in Vietnam. <laughs> yep, they were. Pooches were all white walls, just like in Saigon. Never get out um, of the boat. Never. All right, next question Tigers. comes from, us from Austin Shill Richards, and he wants to know, gentlemen, uh, do you think the box mag or mag attachment to a hopper uh, should be legal in mag-fed tournaments? Yep. I do. Mag-fed tournaments? Who's hosting mag-fed tournaments? Well, just say MagFed game, a MagFed only game. Let's say. I think it is. I, I whether it's MagFed or not. I mean, the whole thing with MagFed is you're simulating real milsim style play. If you go out in the jungles of Nam, as Joe says, you're not just having guys with magazine-fed rifles. You get a couple guys with machine guns. You get guys with 50 cal. I, I, I I think you I think you can. I don't see it being a problem. I get that you want to play limited magazines and limited rounds, maybe. If that if that was the case, then I'd say no. But if it's a if it's a magfit only game and it's not limited rounds per se, then why why couldn't you? I'm gonna go ahead and piss off a few people. If you're going to let first strike rounds and round ball be shot at the same time, I think it's hypocritical to say you're not allowed to have box banks. Because people big... say it's it's not fair. Well, the range and accuracy on a first strike is not fair compared to those who are playing round ball. And people say, well, yeah, but I bought them. Well, I bought a box mag. Yeah. I'm going with the alternative opinion and saying, nope. Angry Canadian Shit. Gamer agrees with you uh, on YouTube. Good. 
And Nima says it's 5 a.m. in Iran. Nima, stop watching and go back to bed, sir. Actually, no. It's nice to have you. Thank you, sir. Uh, oh, by the way, guess who I was uh, briefly chatting with today, guys? Effie. He Effie was in the live stream from Ghost Sports. Turkey. Oh, nice. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, he says hello, by the way. Um, if, someone's asked, if someone's calling you from Iran, I want to know, um, are they on lockdown? Yeah, that's What's a good it question. Like in, is that's one place you never hear of. Like, you hear about Europe and, and Canada and the United States, because that's... I don't know who we're closest to, but... What's Iran doing? Uh... Hopefully not doing what Lisa Weber is suggesting. <laughs> Lisa Weber suggests take a drink every time someone says genre. We'd never make it through the show. Hmm. True oh, enough. Okay. True enough. Genre, 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 <laughs> genre, genre, genre. Go get call your sponsor. Pumped. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> All um, right, next question comes to us. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, Dwayne, Dwayne King added something to that. He says, what about the riot shield? Um, and Wounded Beekeeper also says that he agrees with First Strike Rounds. Um, what do you guys think about a Riot Shield? I That's a I slippery didn't slope. I didn't last one because I didn't want to. Yeah. Um, I, I Sorry, think Joseph. You could use a Riot. <laughs> you could, maybe one team could use a Riot Shield or certain scenarios could be written in where they use a Riot Shield, but I don't, I don't, I, I don't think equipping everybody with infinite number of Riot Shields and having people attacking it just it creates it yeah. creates a little bit of mayhem. And it, it oh. you're right. Like, how do you get behind a? Uh, how do you shoot at a guy with that and if, not get upset guy, that guy you has a riot shield? Yeah. He has a pistol. Then yeah. maybe that. But then, you know. Yeah. Maybe. But then, but then Bobby Douse asked a good question. He says, "How about the max loader in a mag fed game?" I said, "Yeah." I say, "Yeah," and I say a that because loader? a max loader. Because here's the thing. Oh. Yeah, I guess. I guess it's not really mag-fed. But I, I, the reason why I was saying is if I can go to a big game and get shot with a nerf rocket that has nothing to do with paintball and that's allowed in the rules, why couldn't a max loader be? But no, now that I'm thinking that again, max loader doesn't... It's not mag-fed. It's... It's tube-fed or... Yeah. But it's fed with a feed tube into the gun. It's... How, yeah. how, much different it, how much different is it than holding an M60 with belt fed and going bup, 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 like that? Yeah, I guess you're right. You had What's your, wrong with telling everybody you're just an A10? Yeah. Yeah. Like a warthog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Devin Schwartz says the riot shield is pointless. It's part of the gear. Uh, that's when it gets hit with the player is holding it. He's out. Okay, yeah. Uh, shield with pistols hits the shield. Doesn't count. I I, I don't know. Uh, you know, there's a real reason why the military doesn't use riot shields. Are you going to share that reason? Because <laughs> <laughs> bullets go through them. Yeah. Like yeah. full metal jacket bullets go through them. And secondly, I, I, I heard an interesting opinion from, I believe it was somebody in Europe, that said they allow riot shields, but only if the riot shield itself is the actual tactical weight of a real-life riot shield. Oh, that's Which good I too. then learned is well over twenty pounds. So He's if you the want same to strap guy. A twenty pound weight to that. By all means, hold that out in front of you on your forearm. Yeah. But he's the one that wants to get rid of Nerf rockets and actually having metal projectiles with paint in it. Um, <laughs> Nima says lockdown in Iran is not as strict as some European countries, but we're not allowed to go in the streets uh, between nine p.m. and four a.m. Uh, and it's they been a, a month of that, he says. Yeah. 
And Panama, uh, they're back on a lockdown too. They can only go out on alternating days, and they go uh, so that you can't go out on the weekend. You're locked at home, but during the weekdays you get two hours out or something like that. And it's females on on one day, and then it's males on the next day. It's kind of weird. And but. then those on the northern side of the um, canal can go out on Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and those on the southern side of the canal are Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and then Sunday. You can float down the middle of the canal. There you go. Okay. <laughs> uh, right. An arrow from a crossbow can penetrate a police riot shield. Yeah. So then, what's what what's the point? I guess. Let Let's move on, Gavin. I know you've got another. You've got it's at not least a, 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 a riot shield by, by bullets. Yeah. That's yeah. the whole. All right. So Christopher Shrunk wrote, uh, "What do you guys want to see in paintball YouTube content?" How relevant tonight because we're on YouTube. Um, so if we're thinking about new material or new content, what do you think uh, would uh, is missing, or what would you guys like to see? I'd like to see more tech tips and stuff. Yeah, I agree. People um, breaking down markers and talking about them. I find that a lot more helpful than watching, you know, somebody's cam of a kill cam and them trouncing through the forest and breathing heavily and screaming at people because their hoppers are getting kicked off but i would rather see people talk about their markers and, and yeah i agree like what they've done to shave down weight maybe or like i like watching the videos where the guys take the tmc apart and they polish out the internals and they adjust this and they adjust that and it's, i find that fun to watch i don't find kill cams i, I don't watch video games being played uh, by someone on YouTube, but I know that's a huge thing that people like, so maybe I'm going to be the wrong one here, but I don't want to watch someone's gameplay. I don't find it amusing. I don't... Maybe the odd one or two single shots. Like, I will say, you know, Hidden Hedgehog has some great videos where he has, you know, camera going through a scope, and he'll show literally just the one or two shots, and his video's over, right? That's entertaining, but I couldn't watch 20 minutes of him going through the forest until he gets that one or two shots, right? Even if you narrate it, I still don't find it... But that's just me. I, I'm I'm in the I'm in the minimum, or the, the minimal category here because everyone else seems to be enjoying it and watching them. So you know when that there was an episode, um, Hidden Hedgehog did where he narrated and he was sneaking through Sherwood Forest in search of the sheriff of Nottingham and he was narrating it with his English accent and it was actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys, you, you guys stole my thunder uh, uh -oh. because I was going to definitely give a shout out to Ash, uh, the Hidden Hedgehog. Uh, so what I like to see is something completely different than everything else out there, right? I don't want uh, like 12 or 13 different pages of the same content as Josh, you mentioned, uh, just somebody's gun cam and just shooting people. I really appreciate, and I think he brought a lot of people into the sport, um, the quality, the production value, and uh, just the storytelling that Ash has uh, with his uh, with his with his videos right and so it, it's almost movie like or cinema uh like cinema quality uh and i think a lot of kids and a lot of adults uh found great entertainment value and that got them on the paintball so yeah. i want to see stuff like that i want to see something new and innovative and completely different from everything else that's out there so that's what i'm looking for barker uh, makes solid content too says wounded beekeeper what's that Bar barker make solid content Barker, too. yes yeah Barker does yeah I'd like to see a video a short video of a guy and think about how good this would be for a newbie player a guy who takes his gear bag apart and within five minutes not 20 minutes but five minutes going here's here's you know here's what's in my gear bag that I take to the field you need a squeegee here's my pod loader you know here's 
I have gun loop. Here's the tools that I think that you should need. You know, here's the guns that I, oh, here's the goggles. Wouldn't that be like, that would be something that a new player should or would like to watch, I would think. That would be cool. I I stumbled upon and I sent you guys links. Um, first Spear TV and they sort of did a little, couple quick missions and then they had a guy. It, 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 I got into as you guys call it a rabbit hole and I'm not really a big YouTube consumer, but I ended up watching some guy talk about plate carriers and how you know how he sets up plate carriers. Obviously, he, he used a couple different brands and what he puts on and how he sets it up, but he. He did make reference to, you know, when he was in when he was in the teams and then he made a lot of reference to guys LARPing, weekend warriors, airsofters and paintballers. It was kind of cool. Yeah. It was kind of neat. And he talked about it and sort of showed it and things like that. You know, if you were trying to set yourself up and get your gear organized, that was a neat. I thought that was kind of neat, like a how to much like what Todd said about, you know, what's in your gear bag, how you set yourself up. But this is a, a LARPing guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's one of my pet peeves about paintball, and it's not for any particular reason, but a chest rig or a plate carrier is designed to protect your lungs and your heart. It's meant to be worn higher up on the chest. And how many people you see out there in a paintball game where it's like <laughs> clearly around the midsection, it's just kind of, I find it funny how people do that. And then they go, oh, look, I like to see my bags. And it's like, well, you know what they're actually for, right? Because they, they were complaining about the shoulder parts not being long enough that it doesn't sit right. They're, they're to protect your chesticles. That is quite entertaining. Yeah. You know, and, and that's great for people who have actually a chest. But for guys like me, it's like a, ta a tactical short skirt. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like a sundress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one's going to like my comment, but I'd like to have a mag-fed mag pouch where I could wear them on my back. I like uh, my tubes on my back. I don't want anything across my sh my front so I can switch hands who, and... Yeah. Who was it that came up with the vertical-based um, pod pack? Was that JT? Yeah. Where the you slam pack. That? Yeah. What if you had one of those for mags where you just kind of pull it out and it just kept... Oh, you're talking about the BT pack where you put four oh, tubes BT. in and as you pull the bottom one out... The top three fall down, yeah. and then you put it back up on the top. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that wasn't the that was in the slam pack, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't the slam pack. It wasn't the slam pack. It was BT something, but it was a BT well, non-seller. When they went horizontal too, it was made out of neoprene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I thought that's what Josh was talking about. Yeah. Uh, Devin Schwartz says Uncle Sam John Romano makes uh, great paintball videos. Tom McIntosh says he's a big fan of the how to check your marker vids for sure. Um, Angry Canadian Paintballer likes I he likes the Does It Suck videos. Those are good. Uh, I like to see my mags training. Uh, uh, my favorite videos to watch are Old School of Fred Schultz and Bocce Paintball. There's a good follow, guys. Follow Bocce, B-A-C-C-I Paintball on Instagram. They're great if you're looking for old school. Uh, He's got, yeah, we, we go back and forth with our stuff. Yeah, yeah. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're going to take a brief pause because I want to tell you about something important to me. Did you know Planet Eclipse, guys, has more championships, new mechanical markers, new electronic markers, hey, new territory, including the new MagFed division. Get Planet Eclipse, guys, and take on the world. When the world's greatest players, photographers, expected parents need the best coverage, most vivid colors, biggest selection, they pull a tab on an EG product. Hashtag pop smoke. Oof. 
thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, multiple color options makes AirUps the number one choice for inflatables on and off the field. Made in the United States of America by Brett Davis and his team, check out AirUps.com. Green's fave ruthless paintball products, color sublimation, and craftsmanship never die. On or off the field, Ruthless will keep you fresh. Use the promo code BTB15 for 15% off your order. Adapt, create, and win. Exalt is in our blood. Make that game boil. Get Exalt. Available worldwide. From the beginning, you'd stumble down a rocky cliff away to chest deep through a mosquito-infested bog. Whether you're sliding into the snake or running and gunning, GI has GI Sports and the gear for you now at the Stormer, Stormer Elite, and Stormer Tactical. DLX Technology, guys. True industry innovators with some of the lightest, fastest, and sleekest hardware in paintball. DLX has the power to get to the podium, and that's where you want to be, ladies and gentlemen. So thank you to our grateful grateful sponsors. If it wasn't for them, maybe we'd be on Facebook tonight. (laughs) I'm so upset we're not on Facebook, guys. I apologize. What we're going to do is we're going to restream this. Uh, When should we restream this? Tomorrow night? Same time tomorrow night? You or does well that interfere? Then or... you can promote it. Then people will watch it as well. Yeah, maybe we'll do that. Um, all right, so we'll do it tomorrow at 8 o'clock. Um, hopefully that doesn't hinder anybody else's, but yeah. Gavin, do you have um, do you have any more questions? We we have time I for do. some more. So, uh, yeah, um, so if we do have some time, at least a couple more, if that's okay, Todd. Yeah, man. All right, next one comes to us from Ryan McGee. Uh <laughs> Uh, Ryan McGee says, hey guys, first I just wanted to say thanks to Gavin for the outpouring of support on the mail time segment recently. Actually said proof that he listens to the uh, to us guys uh, for entertainment as well as a sleep aid. Nice. I'm glad we can help you uh, drift off to sleep, Ryan. Thank you so much. Uh, but a second inane question this week is, why do you think a lot of scenario game players do not make use of NPCs, non-player characters, in the course of the missions or games? Why do you think new uh, producers don't um, incorporate that? But they're not players anymore. They're not playing. Who do you get to do those roles? It's, it's a paintball game, and I don't need to go to an inn to buy food and beverage from an NPC character. <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's tough to get people to either volunteer or voluntold to do that because even if you are in character, people still want to uh, pew pew to some degree. So Gavin, Gavin, the next big game, we're going to set up a bazaar and you're going to stand in the middle of the field all day in the blazing sun and you're going to sell 12 grams. (laughs) (laughs) Not the fun kind, but the little CO2 cartridges. Oh, okay. Damn. (laughs) That would make for a better scenario, I think. Slightly less aggressive, maybe. All right. Yeah, it's all right. So Ryan, um, yeah, not not sure, my friend. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one. I, again, I don't. I just want to play. When I go to paintball, I'm hard enough finding exactly. the motivation to go run missions. I just want to play. But I, uh, I've been involved in a couple of large games that had kind of characters like that, and in my honest opinion, uh, it complicates things a lot. What I think a lot of game writers miss out on is. When people are playing paintball, their adrenaline is really, really super high. So they're not exactly in a listen to find detail yeah. and talk to people like they're normal. You can't do that. You have to talk very short sentences, very plain English. Gavin will confirm this to a T. If somebody comes up during a big game and says, what's our current mission? 
We need to go down by the boat, the blue boat, the, bo the blue one. And you're looking for a crate of 40 millimeter grenades. Bring a crate of 40 millimeter grenades. 10 minutes later, they'll come back and they'll go, I went to the red tower and I found a case of rockets. Is this yeah. what you need? No, it, oh. it, you speak the truth, Josh. Um, so saying to you're... someone, listen, go down to this NPC character, bring 14 bars of gold, purchase five bags of wheat, seven bags of water, and two bags of cigarettes, and then come back, and they're going to go, I came back with candy bars. Yeah. No, you're absolutely sure. Like, um, we, we talk about this all the time. It's You have this elaborate mission, and you really, as a general, have to break it down, almost like you're teaching English as a second language. Right, you just have to make it as stupid and simple as possible to avoid um, either props being prematurely brought back or the wrong ones and, and going with those penalty points. So that is, uh, you know, that's the the fun, uh, but also the frustration of a general as well to make sure you're accurately communicating what the mission is in the simplest form. Uh, because when people are under stress or they just they don't have much awareness of what's going on, yeah. uh, you want to be able to get those points, and you have to really, really dumb it down. Uh, for, for, for people. How do you uh, find a volunteer sure that... to stop playing paintball on the game that they took time off work, saved up money to play? I, I don't know. I don't know. That's a tough but the, one. But but that's part of the magic of being a, a general is sort of assessing what your, your, your troops are want, right? There's some guys who will come out there and could care less about the actual scenario, and they just want to blow through paint and shoot people and have a great time. And there's other people who are heavily invested in the storyline and the actual uh, the mission and wanting to win. Um, and those are the people you got to find, right, and, and, and tap into if we're running mission after mission after mission. So it's finding a balance. And again, this is not, we're not, they're not professional arm. They're not professional army. This is not their job. Uh, they're, they're there for a great time. And so you have to tap into what people want to do, right? And you have to utilize that. Yeah. So people who just want to blast paint, great. If you can, if you can get them to go in the areas that you can, you need heavy cover fire or, or distraction. That's great, uh, and you really got to find the teams of those individuals or small groups of people that want to run the missions, uh, and those are your go-to guys, right? But it's making sure you're balancing everything out so that people uh, enjoy the full experience, right? Yeah. And so whether you are running missions or have an idea what's going on, at the end of the day, you still want people who are exhausted but smiling and saying, yeah, this was a great scenario. Yeah. And that's why, like, I mean, if, if you've ever been to a Phoenix project where both Josh and I have generaled, uh, sometimes you see us sneaking out of our bases and chatting with each other in terms of, hey, how, what's the experience like on your side? What's the experience like on, a, on our side too? Because at the end of the day, um, as generals, you are also ambassadors for the field, yeah. ambassadors and making sure you want everybody to have a great time, right? Because you certainly want to high five both the opposing team and your team as well. Uh, when the changing area, when the, when the uh, awards are going out, because the end of the day you want people smiling when people are having a great time and so sometimes that takes strategy between generals for opposing each other at the same time just to make sure that people are all having a great time and uh, you're enhancing the experience yeah exactly. yeah, yeah for sure um gavin why don't we uh cinch up yields sack okay um, got some questions left so we'll save it for next week but uh yeah if you have any additional questions folks post us up on the uh the social medias uh, maybe not Facebook, but we'll see if we can get that up and running again. Um, or, you know, send us an email, uh, show up behind the bunker.com or any of the, the, the fierce chats. And certainly we'll try to address it next week here on mail time. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, here's what we're going to do. We do have some content uh, that we want to get to, but I think what we're going to do is we're going to leave it until we're live on all our platforms. Uh, we have uh, a couple guns sent in that I want to show you guys. Uh, we have some more topics to talk about, but, I, I know I know we were going to talk about it tonight, but I think we're going to leave it till next week. 
that way we can give you guys all the uh the props for all your comments that you uh you sent in and we'll add it to a couple other things that we'll ask next week as well um normally we uh say goodbye to all the people on facebook and uh tell them to beat it while we go live uh and continue our after show slash podcast on youtube i guess we don't need to do that tonight ladies and gentlemen do we no we don't so that is fine um, so we're going to go right into, uh, we're almost at the end of our regular show. So we're going to do a little bit of a podcast extra right now, and we'll continue to broadcast while we're on, uh, YouTube as well. And we are watching your comments. If there's anything you guys want us to chit chat about, we'll definitely do that. We sometimes, uh, don't talk about paintball in the after show, just kind of whatever, whatever is on our brain. Uh, we promised not to talk about the coronavirus. Uh, this week we had three weeks in a row where we did. So let's talk about maybe something a little more uplifting, um, yeah, I will first off and say I'm pissed off at Facebook tonight. <laughs> I I don't know what to do. I don't, I, it's, it's out of my hands. It's not like I can get on the phone and call somebody tomorrow. Um, but I will send some emails out tomorrow and see if I can get some answers on why it was not working tonight so that we are ready for tomorrow. And I'm going to try to re-air this show tomorrow night. Perfect. So. Yeah, I did. I did miss. Um, I, it was a pretty active and robust uh, chat in YouTube, but it's kind of hard for me to uh, interact um, right now. Um, one of the tinfoil hat conspiracy theories that I'm sort of subscribing to potentially why we're running into issues is um, maybe it is gun related. Um, somebody had posted in the uh, the YouTube chat that the marker behind you, Todd, maybe. I, I don't know if that's it, but I, I can't think no yeah. rhyme or reason in terms of why we weren't able to broadcast this evening, and uh, that's unfortunate, but um, hopefully, you know, with the, your support, ladies and gentlemen, when it uh, is re-aired, uh, if you can um, if you can hit that like and share and, um, you know, let people know what uh, they missed out on, um, yeah. not due to our fault, but uh, due to the, the platform. Absolutely. Uh, and hopefully we can, uh, you know, spread the word of painful. Enjoy. Trying to read Matt's comments on what happened tonight. It sounded like there was a permissions issue uh, between my Facebook account and our streaming software. And there shouldn't be because I can log in and do all the other things. Uh, but for some reason, it was just not doing it. So I think what happened was the whatever streaming services that Facebook has, we just weren't able to communicate with for whatever reason. And it, it might be fine now. If we tried now, maybe it would work. I don't know. But it certainly wasn't doing it uh, before 8 o'clock when we were ready to go. So... With that, I apologize. And as Gavin said, if we do make it on the air tomorrow, please uh, please like and share that for sure. We will be back next Monday at 8 p.m. or 8.04 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and broadcasting away. And I will wear a different hood. Not a hoodie, not this awesome one, but I think a different one. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know what it's going to look like in our area, and I'm not going to get into COVID stuff, but we're going to hope that we can still have our regular show next week as you see it. Um, so hopefully it'll be fine. Hopefully it'll be fine. And hopefully we'll start seeing some paintball in the next couple of weeks uh, in our area. Not, yes, uh, sir. Maybe not in our area in weeks, but in, in a little while. So We're still, you know, we're still seasonably uh, above, above our normal winter temperatures, but they're talking of a polar vortex that's going to come in for the next couple of weeks. So, you know, it... Will it be terrible if we're forced to, you know, ask ask to stay in for a few more weeks until we, you know, mid 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 February or wait, later? No, but you know, let's let's hope we can get out and start, you know, doing something. But if you're out and about, you know, be active and smile. So that is the only, well, not the only, but that's uh, the really disappointing thing about 
uh, this particular season. So it's post holidays. People have a lot of new gear and new wears uh, that they want to use. And we've had some unseasonably warm weather, which would have been perfect for playing, right? So exactly. um, yeah. I know, yeah, I, I, I did hear the Vortex is coming in. So that's going to uh, cool things down or chill things out uh, for, for many of us. But I'm hoping, not that I'm a big fan of, uh, of the climate change, uh, but if it stays mild like this for the remainder of the winter, um, as soon as we get the green light from uh, from our province and our area, that I am itching to get back out and shoot. And and you know we 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 will you know there's a reasonable possibility that you know we'll we'll be out. Normally we run our winter big game the first Sunday in March. Whether you know will will we have something? Yes. Will we have a winter big game? Unlikely. It won't be able to bill it as a winter big game. I think that will exceed all all you know, numbers and, and so on and so forth of what we're allowed. But, you know, the month of March, you know, um, we can, you know, we can be open from, you know, March, March one, all the way on weather permitting. So, you know, we should have a, a reasonable, you know, late winter, spring season. Yeah. Well, they say that this year you were using the word polar vortex, but this year is supposed to be another El Nino year. I guess El Nino is somehow cyclical in, in nature. And when was the last time? It was at least maybe 10 years ago. Is that? Yeah. So we're supposed to, it's supposed to be cold towards the end of January, but then warm up again with, you know, perhaps even rain and then unseasonably mild weather. And the lakes, the lakes still haven't, you know, frozen yeah. over. and Which is you know, dangerous for weather patterns, but. It, it is. And, and, you know, even stormwater ponds are asking people to stay off them because it just hasn't been cold enough to, you know, make make them safe to skate on and, you know, do things. So it has it has not been a super cold winter thus far. Am I the only one in this group or do you guys find it as well that I don't care what season it is? As soon as there's terrible, either a storm or horrible weather, I gotta go out and be in it and watch it. Like there's nothing better than a horrible thunderstorm or a snowstorm. You gotta be out there, not necessarily driving stupid? around, but getting out and just wandering around watching it. I I find weather fascinating and I and it's enjoyable. Do you not do you not do you not find that or do you just hunker down and wait for it to be over? No, I'm not I'm not homeless. <laughs> I, you know, I have the ability to escape weather. <laughs> Okay, like, just because you were able to buy a home this year <laughs> and finally get out of that box doesn't mean you have to flaunt it every week. I just want to shit. Hey, I am no longer in a shed. <laughs> it's wonderful. Shed. You wish That's it was a refrigerator true. box. <laughs> and it was an off-brand box to boot. No, but I don't know. I Anytime that there's a snowstorm, I, I'm out there. I mean, I, I've also been so bored that I've been out while the snowstorm was going and shoveling anyways. <laughs> Just to get oh, some physical are. exercise. Yes, you've actually shoveled sand off your driveway. Yeah. <laughs> so whatever. Whatever. Um, anything. Oh, and yes, speaking about getting back to uh, paintball, hopefully uh, in the spring or as soon as it comes, I was given these for Christmas. I would like to wear these to the paintball field. Some new Jones goggles. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Those are like. I don't know if there's ASTM standards on them or not, but. Pair of Jones goggles that are in boxes still, but I'm not exactly sure. Yeah, I haven't quite opened it, and I'm not venturing into it. I'm going to leave it as is. But uh, would this have an AS team standard? Probably no. Not. There's no. Oh, there, wasn't there something you wanted to ask about the ASTM standard? 
It was in our questions, but we'll probably we'll get to that next week. Next week, Not next week, like. yeah. Yeah. Okay. This was made in Boulder, Colorado, but it doesn't like no. without pa- without opening the packaging, it doesn't say anything. So there's no ASTM or anything on that. To obtain uh, to obtain service or to return to the detailer, mail this to Jones Goggles, Jones Optical Company, Boulder, Colorado. God, that's this must have been such a long time ago. It was. 92. I just can't ship it back. Can't hit return on Amazon. Yeah. No. Yeah. Amazon has got to watch out. I've now sent two packages back that I wasn't happy with because I thought it was a, a big hassle, but it's not. You literally go online to Amazon, click return. You print off a label, put it back in the box you came in, and that's it. You take it to the post office and it's gone. You get your money back. So they're even like, I used to be afraid of that. But now bring it on, Amazon. I'll start buying packages, even if I'm not sure if I want them or not. The mystery box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Last one I had had the red snapper in it. Very tasty. (laughs) (laughs) I miss going on the wheel of fish. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's wrap it up. Josh, you look crisp tonight. I do. Thanks to Logitech webcam. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Gavin Sharma. Um, again, ladies and gentlemen, wonderful to be here every week. A uh, little disappointed about uh, the other platform we were, able, were not able to use. But uh, as we said before, it's really going to help us out uh, with uh, this week. Once it's posted, to please hit that like and share uh, and comment if you wish. Um, because uh, it's really going to boost those numbers. It's going to help us reach other people that are, were not able to, to be here this evening. So. Thank you for your support. Thank you for sticking with us. And we'll definitely catch you next week. Yeah, yeah. Hey, John Jones in the live chat says, speaking of the guys at Planet Eclipse, their gear are flying off the shelves. There are a lot of players desperate to get out and use it whenever the weather comes. And you know why, John? Because we tell people to go to Planet Eclipse. Planet Eclipse, guys, head on over and get some delicious paintball gear from them. Joe Kimson, thank you for being on the show. Thanks very much for tuning in and everybody and watching. And we will be here and send your questions in to show up behind the bunker. Ask them on Instagram or Facebook and we'll we'll do our best to answer them. And follow Joe on Parlor. Not. <laughs> Speaking of which, Josh, I really didn't give you a chance to say goodbye. Oh, uh, that's okay. Bye. <laughs> Bobby Dow says might have to start streaming on Pornhub. Ew. Yeah, maybe. All right. Thank you guys for everyone that's uh, watching at home. And uh, if you see us pop up in your timeline tomorrow on Facebook, please share it. And uh, we'll see you guys next week.